welcome everyone jeez i can't believe it um we're finally back it's the season three of the office podcast with lelo lighten and gear and i have my favorite 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 person lighten hello hi kia it's so good to be back you don't understand how excited Yo, i am tell me so excited tell me about so it it's, it literally feels like such a long time well it has been quite a bit but we've all been going through like great and weird and wonderful changes mm. and this pandemic has been a lot so it's good to be officially back for season three of the office podcast i cannot wait tell me about it i actually take my hat off to everyone who created content who recorded podcasts um who who know who made magic during this time because yo it's not easy to be in a creative space while you are goishing for some of us were goishing guys over the last year like we were seeing flames so you know that's some of the reasons why um we haven't been recording um but there's also been some transitions in people's lives um changes happening so yeah man but we're back with a bang and yeah, it's, i think it's going to be fun we'll tell you guys a little bit later about what you guys can expect um on season three of the office podcast um there's actually a third voice you guys are missing and that's lelo's yeah. voice um lelo just won't be on a few of our episodes as we start but the good girl will be back very soon um she will be back she's just taking some time off getting some rest you know that she's been quite busy um with the travel podcast as well and she's got a lot of work on her plate so yeah as soon as lelo comes back you will hear her um but yeah we miss you lelo just so you know we miss you so much lelo we miss you so much but girl's been busy and she's actually been part of those people that were continuing to create content she was all pandemic so yeah bigs up to her amazing content even on social media so she's she's done quite a lot for that industry that's for sure um so yeah man i think let's get right into it like um let's hit up uh the main topic for the day um yeah so let's let's do it Yeah, guys. So, yeah, season three of the Office Podcast. Uh, please feel free to join us um, or join the conversation rather online using the hashtag the Office Podcast. You can also follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tag us, guys. Let's um, let us know what you've been doing and how the last year has been going. Um, we actually just want to have a bit of a review of the last year. No set topic for the day. We just want to know. I want to know, Lai. Um, how has the last mm-hmm. year been for you, actually? Oh, the last year. It's been to be honest, I feel like we've had 3 years in in one year. <laughs> it's just no. been so crazy. And I think like it has been very very different for a lot of people but the same also. I think we all struggled and we're finding ways to come into ourselves. Mm. I know personally, I feel like uh from a personal point of view, I started off the pandemic. It, remember our episodes during the pandemic and I was telling you like I am eating well, I am doing mm. this, I am doing that. I am you know like my spirits were high and I think 6 months into the pandemic, I just like fell off. I started ordering in almost every day. Yeah. I realized I'm like thankful that I could actually afford that cuz you know not all of us were in a great financial space last year. Um, and 
then I just fell off the bandwagon. So personally, I just like gained a lot of weight. But then you know what? It's good. We went through a pandemic. It's allowed. Don't be hard yeah, on yourself. I agree. Yeah. No, same and, here. Mm, I agree totally. Yeah, exactly. And um, just like professionally, I think it has been trying to sort of like pivot my career into mm. where do I want to go through next and um, finding new ways of actually upskilling myself and making myself better at what I do and opening up, up like my mind to new possibilities and adventures out there. So that's pretty much how my year has been. And it's just been, yeah, it's just been, you know, like up and down, but just good to celebrate like the ups as much as we accept the downs and yeah. it's been good at you. I think that last statement that you made is very important in that, you know, we need to take, um, you know, we need to take both sides equally. So um, I had to, in the last year, learn to take the lows the same way I used to take the highs. I definitely from, a, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't exercising much as much as I thought I would. I was actually more tired than I normally would yeah. be before a pandemic. Because before the pandemic, you know, you'd go to work during the week and then you'd have time and energy to go out with your friends on the weekend. Yes. But now, like over the last year, it's just like you're constantly on this hamster wheel working, um, sometimes working until one in the morning. And because it's just higher pressures is higher demand i don't know what happened but since lockdown um there's been a lot more demand from people in general like it's like mm. the boundaries that were set before where people knew that this was time for work and this was time for my personal stuff was just was just vanished um and there was no longer that boundary anymore and people were just having expectations and deadlines were just getting tighter and tighter so you know by the end of the week you just want to st- still stay home and just rest or watch Netflix or, you know, enjoy content. So you just don't want to go out or do anything, um, which I think also, I mean, the lack of vitamin D also um, contributed quite a lot because we were staying in a lot. And if you don't have a backyard, um, it also um, contributes to those sort of things. I also contracted COVID yeah. at some stage. So that was an enlightening experience. I know it sounds weird, but it was actually an enlightening experience because it actually allowed me to just slow down um, mm-hmm. and take two weeks off and just heal, slow down, albeit in isolation. But yeah. um, that isolation, actually, I feel like I needed just so that my mind could also be a little bit free and do the things that I actually want to do from a spiritual perspective and meditation and slowing down and breathing. So that was quite interesting. Um, I had a lot of low moments as well from an anxiety perspective, from a mental health perspective. I had a, a lot of low moments this year. Um, or let me say in the last year, I've had yo, a gazillion low moments um, where I just probably even switch off and just like go off the, ra- um, go off the radar entirely, yeah. you know? So I've had a lot of low moments. I don't want to lie, but equally I've also had... Um, slowly started picking up on the on the app and the positive side of things yeah. um but your work from home can get a lot i i it's not easy whether you're alone yeah, or living with people it's not easy so yeah. i think it's a hat off to south africans and everyone around the world who's managed to keep things going to this very day i mean so many people have exactly. lost their lives um as well so many people have lost loved ones over the last year as well so that's also just been like very um very sad i don't want to say depressive because you know i don't want to misuse uh, the term but 
yeah it's just been yeah it's just been downhill so yeah man i had to learn to be okay with not being okay essentially this year was a year of being okay with not being okay and not having it all figured out and not having the answers to everything because I've always wanted to have the answers and this time I honestly just didn't have the answers so it was quite a reflective period for me definitely you know like there's a few things that you touched on that I really think a lot of people battled with and I think a lot of people battled with mental health and just like just like the state of your mind and just like the, the healthiness of your mind being, you know, um, affected by certain things, like mm-hmm. be it like, you know, if you're losing a job and finances and like that not going well throughout the pandemic. And it's also like losing people and close ones and not being able to actually see them off. And, yeah. you know, it's just like, and also not being able to be physically there for your loved ones. Like, you know, like when you're, when you were ill and isolating, I can't imagine how, horrible it must have been for your family to not even like you know hug you yeah. and, like be around you so there's like a lot of things that I feel like were so um hard on our mental health this year and uh this last two years actually and then just and also continue to be and um and I think we just need to find ways of sort of being okay and acknowledging the things and uh, trying to deal with them as best as we can true I mean as is, I'm actually just so concerned with the numbers um, that are coming out from um, SADAG as well in terms of people's mental health. Apparently, um, while well, according to an article in uh, the Daily Maverick, um, since mm-hmm. the lockdown or since the start of the lockdown in March 2020, Lifeline South Africa recorded 4,000 calls a day um, due wow. to people's heightened anxiety, anxiousness. Um, you know, just a lot has been going on in people's lives. And I think even people who didn't necessarily lose jobs, but had to support people who did lose jobs in their families. It was exactly. horrendous. It was, it was horrendous guys. Like I'm shook that I actually survived all of this. I don't know. I'm shook, shook that I actually survived, you know? So, I mean, there's so many things. Suicide is also on a high. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I recently heard of someone at one of the you know big companies who also committed suicide. It's so un- unfortunate that people feel like they don't have a way out, um, and this is their only way out. So, yo, Asham, guys, Asham, this year was a lot. Is, yeah, that is sad. Like the suicide part, I remember I saw an article. I can't, I can't remember where I saw it for from, but there was uh, the states, uh, the world states were um, released uh, for suicide. And South Africa is number two after Russia with the largest number of suicides mm. per year. And it's predominantly men. And it's so sad. And it's, it's really, really sad. And I think, you know, like, p- particularly from an African context, we've got the, that thing that, you know, like men are strong, men don't cry, men don't share, talk about their feelings. But guys, please talk about your Yo, feelings. Please talk, talk guys. About your feelings. Yeah, please Honestly. do, guys. And I think what we will also do is just make sure that on our social media pages, we share some of the links um, and numbers and contact details of the organizations that you can reach out to um, in the event exactly. that you can't. And a lot of companies and corporates actually have in a system or a service called ICAS um, where you can you actually have access to therapy and having access to someone to talk to 24 hours 
um, a day for yourself and your family members. So speak to your company HR um, and then just find out about ICAS and access to ICAS, but they definitely do make those services available um, to a lot of, um, or actually all their employees. Also, if you are part of a specific uh, medical aid, I mean, I don't want to punt brands here or anything, but okay. there's specific medical aid as well that offers companies um, and their employees like five free therapy sessions, for example. Um, I guess it also, it might depend on which um, which band you're on in terms of medical exactly. aid cover. But I think everyone should just speak to their HR about what um, sources of support they are or that have been made available to them because every company by now should actually have some sort of support, uh, mental health support for their employees. If they don't, yeah. well, they need to get it together, but it definitely is yeah. a must and we encourage every single company to at least provide some sort of mental health support. Yeah, man. But yeah, yeah it's been an interesting, an interesting one. I completely agree with like the fact that companies should actually put something in place to actually support people's mental health mental health as particularly this this last uh two years and with the 18 months to two years have actually highlighted that importance um it, that importance of me- mental health um support from companies and so forth and what i've seen i, I don't know if you you you've seen this if you've had it from your workplace but um a lot of uh companies i think it was nike I gave like the employees yes. a week of mental health. I think Spotify is doing it soon. Um, and I, we actually also got like a day off, you know, oh, nice. but something. So, which is quite good, you know, like it, it really does feel um, like um, encouraging to realize that your company thinks of you and they're giving you like that day to so just mm. like, shut down and just do whatever you would like to do or just be still and like rest. And that's so important. So I hope yeah. a lot more companies actually start doing it and, you know, and make it like part of the fabric of the company. I agree. I agree. Kudos to them. Um, it is much needed, but lie. Can, can mm-hmm. I just, can I just say how expensive working from home is like, Okay, like Gary, what is the mental health? Can I just say yeah. how hard it is on the pocket as well? Oh my gosh. Like stuff in the house breaks a lot quicker because Girl. you're constantly using it. Um, you have to you the you're always using your kettle, using your kettle a little bit more um than you did before. Um, you're using a probably well if you consume sugar i i don't consume like actual Mm -hmm. sugar in my tea or anything but if you were the type of person that has like three to five cups of coffee um a day and you constantly have sugar in your coffee how much more sugar are you actually spending on like groceries a month are insane i can't i can't i can't deal i don't know how you've experienced this it's so uh, yeah like i don't even know how to put it together but let me tell you, I am one of those people that I, I'll give you an example. I used to pay 328 and I know it's like down to the T for my electricity every month. Ever since I've worked from home, I pay like not the 590 every single time. And in winter, of course, it's like generally higher. But I am so shocked. I was just like, why am I spending a lot of money? And like you said, it's like the electricity, it's... um 
the coffee and I, I drink coffee in the mornings and I was like it's the coffee and it's also like the other thing I don't know if you have it if you have it but like I get into a bad habit sometimes it's like you know when you're taking like a bit of a five minute breather between meetings and you go on the gram and you see something for the house and because you're at home you feel like you're going to use something and, and so you, you buy it, it. but you you don't even use it i was like wow i bought like the fifth mirror that i have in this house and and i literally put hung it outside and i was just like after that i was just like okay that wasn't a smart purchase because i really don't need it i think what saves i think what saves me is that i'm not i'm not crazy about shopping in general to be quite honest um i'm just not crazy i just don't i'm not crazy about i'm not crazy about online shopping the, the most I do from a shopping perspective, I think is, or online shopping perspective is Uber Eats and Mr. Delivery. Now that is the devil um, um, that wears Prada for me. Like I can't, yeah. I can't let go. And I, I think I need to actually delete my Uber Eats and Mr. Delivery apps. I haven't used them in a while, yeah. but yeah, no, it's been the most. And I don't even want to check bank statements or what that looks like because that's just horrendous. Because, dude, you're home the whole day, you're working, you get tired, now you must still cook, go back and cook. Sometimes it's just like, and even with lunch, it's like you don't always have the opportunity to take that full hour to make lunch, although exactly. that's how it actually should be. You should be able to take your full hour. It's not always possible. So you try and grab something or you order something while on a call. By the time your call ends, you know that your lunch will be there. So I think for me, my, my, you know, my, what do you call it? My, there's a word I'm actually looking for here, but my one thing was definitely Uber Eats, um, yeah. which threw me off financially. So I was just like, actually, I'm just cutting it out a little bit more. So I've successfully done that over the last month. So I will continue and try my best to, con- to stop making those purchases actually. No. Uber Eats is a trap and Mr. D. I actually had to delete the apps because I had not disciplined. I would be disciplined for three days and then I'll be back on the bandwagon. And it took like a bad day at work for me to be. So if I had like a constantly bad day for like three weeks, that was reflecting of my Uber Eats bills. So I was like, you know what? This is not working out for me. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll be honest, my advice is just like food. So if I'm like, going through the most i turn to food like i have a very bad yeah. relationship with food so i i definitely turn to food that's why i was like yo it's just gonna be a problem um because when i'm feeling down like you're saying i've had a bad day i'm like hmm a burger and chips would be nice and then you go and then you feel guilty afterwards so i was like you know i just stop it girl just cook make home home food delicious healthy stop so i'm being very strict with myself now and also just trying to get that routine in but from a work from home perspective i know that a lot of people have been having these discussions and you can actually claim back you know work from home costs you just have to Uh be able to substantiate and this is and i'm referring to sars here um and when you do tax returns so you can actually claim your work from home costs um with SARS there's obviously um ways in which you do it and you have to have supporting documentation so I would suggest you guys look into this um and you know try and try it out so that you can recover some of those costs I don't think you'll recover everything but at least you'll possibly be able to recover some of those costs I have heard of people who've been um 
reimbursed or who've um, received some cash from them, you know, from SARS, um, having work, been working for submitting their um, tax returns and the proof yeah. and the documents as well. So try it like that, guys. I'm not going to do it. I don't think I have the energy of all of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, some companies actually give people work from home um, bonuses here, hey? like, people get stipends every month for work from home. There's this company I heard of mm. that actually gives um, stipends for work from home every every single month in their salary. I was like, damn. Wow, damn. But damn. I think that's only fair if you are not using the company's resources like on a daily basis, like yeah. you know, electricity, the internet, etc. So I think that definitely does um does make sense. And yeah, thanks for that tip, uh, Gia. And I also think like one of other th- the other things that it helped me sort of with the spending situation, particularly from like a food perspective, is that now I actually am very pedantic about like doing meal prep for like every three days. And, oh. or every two days so like in the evening i would like make my dinner and i'll make like a salad just like or something like a, a snack or whatever that i can have for lunch because like you said the reason why we end up like ordering in is because when something convenient we don't want to cook you're so stressed mm. you're busy and that's the last thing that you want to spend energy doing and i figured out that you know like if i have something to just like snack on and like get like i'll do that so i actually invested in a juicer oh which honey. Is so great and yeah and an air fryer so like it's like really quick so it doesn't take me like a lot of time to actually prep so like I'm juicing also like I'm juicing because I want to be like healthier because I don't want to take a lot of fizzy and sugary Mm. drinks so I'm like literally juicing like all my vegetables and fruits and then um like air fry like a lot of bits uh of stuff that I would need and it's quite quick which is quite nice and then then like my meal prep is done and then I don't spend like a lot of money in like getting takeaways and you also have like a bit of control on what kind of healthy options like your you can eat which is like really cool yeah so i think a lot of people's health also took a bit of a a, a dive nose dive because of that you work from home you can't go out you, you basically don't want to go out because you also have that anxiety and you're scared um yeah. to even go out but i think uh for the most part i've been seeing a lot of people claim back their uh, physical health as well exercising fitting their bodies so well done to everyone um, and all the fitness bunnies who've encouraged people to get back. Um, I'm one of those people who's trying hard to go back into a routine um, of exercise yeah. first thing in the morning. So, yeah, I think it's coming along well. I don't do it every day, but building that routine yeah. is really, really important. But I'd also like us to touch on a very almost semi-serious topic as well around work from home and the realities and um you know is it really a feasible thing permanently um i mean just today um i was listening to radio and what's on one of the news bulletins they were talking about how companies are actually losing out on a lot of collaborative work um young people are feeling that they're losing out on a lot of learning and development in the workplace because they're working from home companies are not actually some companies are apparently not actually getting the best out of their employees because there isn't that much collaboration as there was before um how are you experiencing this whole collaboration thing and work from 
home versus working in the office. Um, yeah, how are you experiencing it? I mean, th- I mean, there's a lot of articles about it, but in your personal view, what are your thoughts and how are you experiencing this whole collaboration thing um, yeah. online? So I will say that, you know, like part of that is it is true. Like there's certain things that I don't like about working from home, like long term now versus like the stuff that I liked mm. earlier on when we started. Yeah. And I think like the bigger part definitely is around collaboration. And particularly when you are working on like on creative ideas, I feel like there's so much that you can creatively share and like emphasize and share for on Zoom. Then you can, you know, there's literally so much. But like in person, I feel like people get it like a little bit more. And it's also like tangible and the presence of people. And also just like bouncing off things each other, I think gives birth to a lot of great ideas. Because what I say might inspire you or spark like an idea that we hadn't thought of. So those kind of things, I really do think they're getting affected, they're getting lost. And that's why, like, uh, particularly in my workplace, they do encourage that you go into the office because our offices are, like, you know, open, but you're not forced to come in. But if you're working on a collaborative idea, you're encouraged to actually utilize the space, of course, like, you know, adhering to all the... COVID-19 rules and regulations. Uh, But like, I feel like that does help quite a lot. And I also think um, for me, the other thing that's like, has been a bit challenging has been um, not having, what do you call it? Like not having boundaries. Yeah. And I feel like that's related to just working from home. Cause then people feel like they can call you at 6 PM to brief you on a job because well you are at home and where yeah. could you be and you know and all of that so like I feel like it's that has definitely definitely uh not been uh, a great thing long term because then that breeds that whole thing of you're constantly tired you're working overtime etc etc and um while you're if you're at work like you get to work like they know that this is travel time to get to the office you live for yeah. lunch if you're the person who lives for lunch and you live to drive back home. And then when you get home, you're probably not going to work that evening. And there are other people that I know that I used to work with who are very, like who lock their computers in their, uh, in their desks. So like they know oh. that you're only going to see something tomorrow. So, you know, like, so I can't imagine what those people are going through because now they're accessible to work. All the time, so. Yeah, it is, it is a bit of a, yeah. like we're saying, those boundaries are no longer there. I honestly think that work from home permanently is overrated. I cannot do this permanently. I'm quite happy to have the 50-50 split or the 60-40 split. I do want to go back to the office. I do miss dressing up. I miss interacting, Mm. getting coffees, going down to the coffee shop and just grabbing 10-15 minutes to catch up with someone. Now it's just like people only talk to you when they want something from you. Mm-hmm. you know um you can't even go out and grab a lunch with someone um and catch up on what's happening because they all you ever really do when you link up is talk about work and yeah, i want this exactly. and i want that and it's just like mm. um no actually um yeah, but yeah, yeah. i've actually started setting my own boundaries because i've joined a new organization so i've created my boundaries and i've blocked out certain times in my diary then people know not to actually block or set up anything in those times um, so I've set in my diary, I've got recurring uh, meeting 
in my diary for my lunch hour. I've got my gym time in my diary, so people shouldn't um, set up time for me in there. Um, and if I have any like other personal engagements, I just put them in my diary so that people don't set time in there and then just alert people that I'm offline. I'll be back in an hour or in two hours, whatever the case is, because I'm just trying to set that boundary now um, so that people know that I'm not the one to be contacted at eight in the evening unless it's a crisis. Um, if not a crisis, then yeah. don't contact me, honey. Exactly. I'm not going to take honestly, it. I'm not going to do it. And honestly, um, we're not doctors. We're not no, saving lives. <laughs> no, please. We're not saving. And I don't think that email that I would have sent would have made a difference anyway. Um, so yeah, I think it's just those boundaries yeah. and those boundaries really helps a lot. And I didn't I genuinely do feel bad for the new joiners and companies and young mm-hmm. people. I was reading an article in the Financial Times about how young people in Europe um are actually feeling like job numbers. Um, they don't feel like employees because of yeah. that thing where they feel like you know i don't matter i'm just here and you know the more senior employees aren't giving the guys the younger guys time on sitting with the guys and nurturing them like they would have done mm-hmm. at the office because even their schedules are probably very busy and very hectic and understandably so but yeah i think young people are losing out on valuable conversations happening on the floor people say oh no it's micromanagement i'm like actually guys outside of micromanagement there's a lot more hap- that you know you gain by being in the office exactly conversations yeah. debates you know you're able to just turn exactly. and ask someone and- something you know yeah and skills transfer and i think that's a big thing that is not happening because of work from home people are not learning from people who know stuff exactly because we're like we are all like you know chasing our own deadlines we're all working according to like our meeting schedule and we we don't have that time where you know i can see uh my MD is like having a cigarette or having a coffee outside then I can go to him and be like oh do you have like two minutes I just want to run this idea yeah what do you think you know we're missing those part the those conversations as you said and debates so definitely missing that but for my end I really do not want to go back to the office full-time <laughs> yeah no, but same, yeah I, I also like I would like to go back in some capacity. I think like two mm. days a week would be great. Yeah. Uh, or like a day a week. And I also like I need human interaction now. I'm just over it. Like I am a bit of a hermit, but this is even too much for me. So definitely need that human interaction. And also like for me, I just I think it's also good to get like um uh, a break, just have a different space. I think it inspires something uh, something that's different every time and that's very important particularly for people who work in the creative industry I feel like Mm. that's why when we even like when we brainstorm I actually like going to brainstorm at odd places at places that you don't run yes definitely like it fits you differently than being in the same environment and I think that's where I'm getting to with like home I'm just like okay cool I know what I need to do. And, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just becoming monotonous every day. Yeah. So I totally get you. So um, we'll actually put up a poll um, on our pages about whether you guys want to go back to the office full time or 50-50 or whatever split you guys think you have. So do check out our social media pages. Let us know 
what you would like for the future if you guys would like to rather just stay home and work from home forever or if you're quite happy to go back to the office full-time or you'd rather just have a bit of both um because you know there's nothing wrong with a bit of both worlds some days you actually don't feel like going to the office because I've actually even managed to like do my laundry you know, mm-hmm. just before a meeting, throw my laundry into the washing machine. After a call, just put it out. It's drying the whole day. I don't have to wait for the exactly. weekend to do that. I can just yeah. relax on my weekend or do other things on my weekend because the laundry's done. So, yeah, man, there are some apps. I definitely think what we thought in the beginning of lockdown is not what we feel now. So I'm pretty sure if we listened to mm-hmm. like the episode when we, that we did during, you know, the first bits of lockdown and this episode, it'd be like, completely (laughs) different episodes so i think we've all learned a thing or two about um working from home and at least we've got the experience now we know and we can kind of guide what what works best for us i think that's what it is and hopefully companies will be understanding enough to be open about allowing employees to choose um how they want to go about it definitely definitely i think so and i and i think that um you know, as we get into this journey, it's basically, I think it probably will be our new normal in in one way or the other. And it's just, uh, you know, taking from it what works and sort of like changing what is not working. I do think that for companies and for employees alike, it will definitely be like a trial and error situation until we get it to a point where it's actually working perfectly but like you said what I like about working from home it's it's a bit of freedom to actually sort of live your life during the day in ways that you don't live your life during the day like at work yeah like I can take a personal call for like 20 minutes and like connect with my family while I'm having a bit of a break but I wouldn't necessarily do that as office because also like you don't want to be talking about your business in front of people mm. and all of that True. And stuff like that. So I feel like that's definitely like a part of um, uh, a good thing about working from home, but you guys let us know what you think. And you know, yeah. like if you yeah. want to work from home and whatever you can tweet us and you can DM us your questions. And also if you want, if you have like, um, like uh, something that you want to share about your experience from working from home, you're welcome to do so. Our handle is at Office Podcast Essay on Instagram and Twitter. And we are the Office Podcast Essay on Facebook. So hit us up. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Office Podcast. Thank you for joining us for our first episode of Season 3. We are so excited to be back with you guys. And you know what time it is? It's tea time and I'm so excited. I'm parched. I'm parched. Are you parched? I'm parched, darling. I was thinking, I was like, what are we going to talk about in our first episode? And then I was just, you know, and then I thought... To myself, there's a one thing that I've been wanting to talk about for oh, the boy. longest time now. And it's Umjolo, guys, like the celebrity couples that have been popping up. And I'm just like, okay, we need to talk about Jennifer Lopez and Ben, uh, and ben Affleck. Ben oh, yes. I, I was like, girl, you fast. Like, she did not, she was not wasting time. She's not wasting time. Cause she was she not with someone yeah. else at that time? Was she not engaged or something? She was engaged to Alex Rodriguez. Exactly. And, yeah. And hey. girl just left like that. <laughs> I, I, like, um, I have to stand a queen. 
I have to, I think I think she's actually like one of Lilo's faves, actually. Um because yeah, I remember Lilo fair. posting about her when um when the you know this the paparazzi yeah, was when she was dating eating. Alex, yeah. I was just like, girl does not waste time. So kudos to her. Kudos to her. Kudos to her. But for me, I'm just like, but JLo, when do you take time to get to know yourself? But you know, to be fair, the JLo is in her 50s, and I feel like if I'm in my 50s or my 40s, like I would not waste time for anything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm living life. Life like, is short. You know, exactly. Ah, and if anything has showed us that life is short, it's COVID. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think she's just at a point where she's just like, you know what, let's just do it. If there's the repercussions there after, I'll deal with it. She's kind of like, do it and apologize later um, type of person. Yeah. And I I'd actually admire that. I, um, you know, as heartbreaking as some of the things can be in life, at the end of the day, everyone just needs to do what makes them happy at the end. And she's she seems to be happy because we assume she needs a break. We assume we all need breaks. But yeah, do we really? Do, do we, we really, really all yeah. need a break? Mm-hmm. Do we? I mean, we jump mm-hmm. from job to job, right? We don't take breaks from job but you move into another exactly. job and you operate <laughs> like perfect exactly. why do we need breaks from relationships girl, nah. Good job, I just girl, feel girl. Like, for me yeah i just literally feel like i've been thrown back to the early 2000s every time i see them and also maybe it doesn't help that they're so overexposed and i'm just like oh my god everything that like if i scroll through my instagram I'm like, okay, there's Ben and Jen. I'm just like, okay, cool. There they are. Well, I say you go, girl. Um, You know, the rest of us could learn a thing or two from you. Because, yeah, girl, put you first, honey. Put you first. Because actually, men don't actually, men are able to jump in and out of relationships like nobody's business. So you you do you, girl. (laughs) Men will be in three relationships at once. Yeah, she don't need a, she don't need a break. You do you, girl. I support you. You do you, girl. So let us know what you think about Benefit 2.0. And then one of my favorites, um, the couples now, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Listen, yeah. Like I like this too. I don't particularly care for ASAP Rocky's p- politics because I just feel like you know after he said those comments about Black Lives Matter and like how please fill me in on that. What I so have they, seen people talk about it, but I, I just don't have the four one one. So thank God, yeah. um, you know, tea time is back. What what was actually said? Because people don't seem to like this couple, um, and don't like it's seeing a, them together. Yeah. So like basically, there's uh, I think it was in 2016, 2017, There was like a hot debate about uh, you know, the Ferguson, um, uh, the Ferguson, uh city in the u.s okay and there's something that had happened with the you know the killing of black people and whatever and those obviously like black lives matter was like rising and then like going against that and asa Rocky was asked like uh something you know in an interview to comment around that and he basically said that well those issues don't really affect him because he doesn't stay there he stays in soho Imagine, <laughs> I was just like, wow. Excuse us, honey. Excuse us. Shoot. Okay. Okay. Like, How are you going to leave all the black people like destitute like this in this trade? Oh, wow. Like, was, okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, now. Like, I feel, 
yeah, I feel like it was such reckless remarks, particularly for people who have like a platform to actually raise awareness and like drive engagement. And he's got a lot of like white, a good, a really big white following. Yeah. And I just felt like, why is he being dodgy? And then just to, you know, add insult to injury, when Bill Cosby was going through his own um, stuff, right? You know, with the women yeah, coming what's the case, yeah. sexual harassment. And he was like, he doesn't get it why people all of a sudden are like, you know, like crucifying Bill Cosby because of one bad thing that he did. And it was just like, wow. Is this ASAP Rocky? Yeah. Yeah. What on earth? Exactly. I was just like, dude, you know, like, and I think that, you know, that actually like made me think about how, um, as people and particularly as black people, sometimes we feel like we need to protect people and not call out someone because they've done good things. So that one bad thing that shouldn't count because they've done like this amazing thing and it doesn't work like that. And I feel like that's why a lot of people get away with a lot of things because people feel like, well, this person is uplifting the black community. So if they're actually raping kids on the side, that shouldn't matter they are like you know uplifting the community and i think that's so screwed (laughs) up like it's really screwed up it's just literally so screwed up and and that's why i hated his sentiments about bill Bill cosby i was like yeah you can't justify that he could have put his cross uh, he he could have put um uh, put across his point Mm. in different ways you know and I agree. Yeah, but like that was just like definitely, definitely crazy. Not it. So I like them aesthetically, <laughs> but I, do too. I, yeah, but like just his politics just like gets me like all like annoyed. But Rihanna seems to be in love. She is. So I, I don't yeah. know. I just like them together. I think I also just want people to be happy, guys. Like just be with who you want to be. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to judge anyone for being with, like, certain type of people or whatever. No, but I think if the person makes you happy, um, because if we're being very honest, people um, don't always share their true feelings and thoughts about certain topics, whether it is Black Lives Matter or anything, any other topic. Um, So people in their homes are actually with people who Mm -hmm. are probably saying the most horrendous things. But um, they're still together or still married or whatever the case is. So I don't think people really should be crucifying Rihanna. I'm not saying people should be okay with the stuff that their partners are saying or doing. You definitely have to call out the BS if it needs to be called out. But I don't know. I, I guess also I didn't know the context behind uh, what ASAP says. So I'm quite, I was quite behind on that. So it was good to know. But outside of that, I think they really look cute together. Yeah, that's that's so cute. I really love that Mad Gala look. I was I didn't like his as much, but I loved her. Oh no, I hated his. Day. Oh my, what Did was you, that? Like, do you know what? what? Like, I hated it initially, but when I saw the pictures that were taken before she walked the carpet, I was like okay, that actually did make sense. But is it my favorite for the year? Definitely not my favorite for the year. Yeah, no. Definitely not. I'm not but a fashionista, thought, like, but that was not it for me. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like the only thing, what I liked about it was the explanation. Now that I think of it, I think, like, when I heard the explanation about, she said that the reason why she wore that Balenciaga look was because the, you know, like, it was uh, an interpretation of 
black people in um in the US and how they are discriminated against, particularly like when they wear a hoodie. And that's why it was like the other side and black and hoodie. And that's why she was wearing like, you know, the binny and like that whole like glam stuff. And I was like, oh, I get it. But I was like, so what was yeah. man's like popcorn thing for? Oh, I don't even know. You, I don't even know. I was just, it just yeah. looked, you know, that was not looked it. like a my keep keep. I, my keep keep, I can wait. No, that was not I was it. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't get it at all. I was just like, okay. It's, yeah, this, yeah, it was crazy. But, uh, and then the other couple that I want to speak about, you friends, I think we've been going through this for the last three weeks. She and Dode Dubai. <laughs> Oh <laughs> my god, you know, I thought you were going to talk about another couple. Yes, those ones were Kosu and Kosa. Okay, was when Zaningo, Mango Sam, Ungo Sam, guys, a whole song with um, Sotril. Yes, like, oh, and Sotril's hearts, but mm. <laughs> listen, Sotril <laughs> can thrill me any day. <laughs> Is that boy not young? Oh my god, he is young. How I old think is he? he? I think he was like born in '98 or something. Oh wow, okay, I that think is so. Very I'll young. double check. Yeah. I mean, he's he's yeah. was friends with my brother, so yeah, yeah. I think he's he around that age. He yeah, Dubai. We still but don't Dubai, actually like, the details of that issue. We still don't that's, know. That's, that's my thing. You know what? Like Kanye is savage. Like. For me, I just actually think like from the outside looking in, and you know, you never you should know better than to judge people's relationship, but I'm a judge anyways, because they put it all out there. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Honestly, like if people don't want you to come into their relationship, they shouldn't put it out there. Because then now it's all our public interest. So like my thing is that first of all, um, Okay, cool. Like they went to Dubai and whatever. But like here, he, the guy, I actually feel like both of them are so wrong on so many levels. Mm-hmm. So the guy, first of all, like lives, uh, lives Kanye this alone and whatever. And then he starts like reporting this whole thing when she doesn't come back, right? And then he's got onto social media. For me, I'm thinking, okay, like if you actually know she is not dead or in danger, why are you telling the rest of the world? Like <laughs> it's just like, I think Why he really shame. You know, he went onto a live and he explained like I can't believe I actually the way in and go Sam. I actually while I was cooking, I took my phone and because he, he went on live, and I was cooking and I took my phone and put it there by the kettle so that I can move around and chop and whatever. And he actually probably was on there for like thirty minutes plus explaining mm-hmm. how the day went and the events prior to the day of the salon, and. You know, I think he panicked because he's like, because he says that Dubai is such an an alive, it's so alive even in the evening. Yeah. You know, so they don't have like curfew hours or whatever. So it's alive apparently. It's buzzing even late in the evening. And so she yeah. assumed that, you no, know, his girl's just, you know, in the streets and she'll be back home. And he's like texting her, telling her how he's cooking. He even cut himself while cooking for her. And he's hope he can't wait for her to come home and eat. How? Jiggy Jiggy, trying to get a hold of the girl. Jiggy Jiggy, go to the salon. He, she's not there. Um, Jiggy Jiggy, her phone is all can't be contacted. Jiggy Jiggy, now he's running straight to social media. And I don't yeah. know. I feel like he knew that something was up and there was that guilt inside um, yeah. that was now, you know, 
um, pushing him to do that. And I think for me, what was also very concerning initially was when he was telling, I think it was a popcorn room or some other gossip page that yeah. the reason why he's making sure that he's creating timestamps is because um, his family, if something happened to Kanye, they, they mustn't think it's his fault um, because obviously yeah. they know that she's with him. And that was a little okay. bit concerning for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I hope yeah. Kanye's okay. Um, yeah, I wonder what happened. Crazy. But it seemed according to what they happened, he had not kept his side of the bargain around making sure that their Dubai time, that their time in Dubai is their time. Apparently he was always on his phone, always busy with calls, not giving Kanye the attention that she needed, not listening to her needs and, you know, mm-hmm. um, adhering to what they had agreed upon as a couple when they went to Dubai. They even registered a business together and, and yeah. Kanye came up with a name and she, you know. So I think there was a buildup of a lot of things where Kanye was just like, Fuck, Nieman, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. You know? And good for her. And good for her. I also think so. Hey, that was savage. Um, That was savage. Like, I was just like, wow, you literally left like a great alert and like literally came. And to leave, uh, also, like, you know, it must have been something definitely like that was so dissatisfying or like big about that whole thing. Because for you to actually leave with nothing, like yeah. it's just like you must be that hurtful. No, something definitely happened. And you know, she actually was at the salon because it seemed she had FaceTimed um her brother um in the afternoon. Uh-huh. They were actually she po- they posed one of them posted about it. So she was definitely at the salon, that I can guarantee. Yeah. But it's that yeah. moment, you know, where she just left. And the question is, did she really just decide on the day that she's gonna leave? Or she had already bought the ticket and was just like, I'm going to play dumb because I know that he's going to try and stop me. I'm going to play dumb. And she bought it like days or weeks before. And she was just like, I'm going to play dumb. I'm just leave. Yeah. Now that you say it, like, you know, when she came back and Lesita was like posting like stories on Instagram and he said something to the the, uh, effect of like, you've got the best sibling. But whatever you were saying was implying that he actually got the ticket. It's like, so maybe it was that oh. call in the alert that they actually like decided like, you know what, I'm going to come. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to come get your ticket and come back. But you oh, know what I thought wasn't I cool of the that. guy? Yeah. I I, what that. I thought wasn't cool of the guy was like to post stuff around the fact that he pays for the house, the daughter's fees, I mean, her financial statements. Like, that was crazy. I was, I was just, like, just like, no. So typical. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so typical. Um, yeah. So unnecessary. And he's now throwing his weight around. I was just like, boy, bye. Yeah, Goodbye. exactly. I this, think men love is, yeah. that control element. Or I think he just loved having mm-hmm. that control element over her eyes. And he forgot that Kanye Bauer has got 25 lives. Bruh, no matter what happens, he know? bounces back. And his <laughs> mama bounces. warned him. His mama done warned him. He ain't listen. Exactly. His mama done warned him. He ain't listen. So it's his fault. Boo-hoo. Exactly. I don't feel bad exactly for him. Sorry. Fault. But like, yeah, no, but that whole thing was just like crazy for me. Yeah, it was but sad. Anyways, yeah, it was said. Like it was said and crazy. I'll empathize. But, you know, yeah, but good for Kanye's for making some guap out of it. I hope this Chin Dota Dubai song is gonna sell. And, you know, 
I know and that like, Twitter doesn't see. like it, but you know, Twitter doesn't uh, actually reflect um, what happens yeah. on the ground. So it, I think the song will pop, probably. Exactly. But even if Twitter doesn't like it, if like the song gets used a lot, like if it becomes like a TikTok trend, like then a lot of people will be exposed to it. A lot of people will stream it, even if they don't like it, just to listen to it or play it at parties. Then that way it will just going to generate income one way or the other. So Exactly. You know, it is it is yeah. what it is. And then, girl, I wasn't going to touch on the next story because I don't know how I feel about it. Also, I was just like, oh, am I going to get blocked? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, but friends, like, you, is Rosette back with her ex? You know, I th- it looks like it. A friend of mine, I was actually, a friend of mine actually shared the stories and whatever, whatever. I was like, okay, what's actually going on here? I've always followed, I've always seen people talk about this couple, but I've never really understood what on earth is going on. But from the, mm-hmm. there was a post apparently there as well with the tattoos where they have like matching tattoos. Yes. yes. And Miguel was apparently there by the in-laws, I think, um, or yes, something like that for a funeral was, or something. Yeah. And they were in a yeah. private jet. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, ooh, girl, what, what, what is, can you maybe break it down for those of us who don't know who Rosette is and who her husband is or, you know, like, mm-hmm. what is it, what are these people's story okay. actually? So guys, so Rosette, Moana is, uh, is it Rosette? I think it's Rosette actually, excuse me, excuse my French, Rosette, Moana is um, bonafide supermodel. <laughs> Listen, that girl's like, she's one of the p- models who actually work, like work, work all the time. Mm work like you know anyone can say anything about rosette rosette works like she's always booked for something and it's quite interesting how rosette is actually like she still looks the same age as she's looked in the last 10 years oh wow i'm actually looking at her instagram she's stunning yeah she is stunning she's such a gorgeous girl like such a gorgeous girl like really she's probably like i think would be one of the most booked local models like you'll oh, wow. see Rosette anyway in anything and like uh, yeah no she works so Rosette is the model who had the big wedding in Cape Town you know with the mountain backdrops that made everyone oh, nice. want to get married in Cape Town Rosette started that trend and her man is um a businessman um Ulunga Nwane um and yeah, that's all like that I know about him. I like he I don't think he's like a social media person and neither have I been trying to get to stalk him or whatever. But yeah, but all like the reason why we know about him was because of the big uh wedding and because like he's married to like, you know, a model and a famous popular figure. And of course their divorce that sets the tongues wagging because he had a side chick that he left or was that for. Who also mm. was in the? Who also was at the indoors, by the way? No, no ways. Yes, that's why a lot of people were talking about it because a lot of people were confused. They're like, okay, because I think initially when she posted, people were like, oh, okay, you know, like, I think in 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 our culture, you know, no matter if you're divorced to someone, if you have kids, you're still family. If there's a big um sevens in like you know, at the in-laws or at your place, you would normally, you know, go there. You might not be, like, doing the most as you would, as, you know, my God, but then you would, like, go and show your respect and celebrate if it's a celebration, etc. And um, 
But then, when, I think like when she posted first, people didn't pay mind to it. But when she posted that picture with a tattoo, then people were like, huh. So who's okay. this other lady that was also there? She's called Ritabile, I think, yes. Um, and yeah, so she's currently like, so she's basically the girl who was having an affair with the hubby when they broke up. Uh, so it seems. And now that they're back together, I'm like, I don't know if it's now like Umnagwetu or oh, what damn. is happening. Because I'm just like, okay, you know, like there is definitely something happening. And like, it's been setting tongue <laughs> a lot on social media. Because if you see a lot of people have been like commenting and talking about it, and I was just like, okay, cool. It's like quite, you know, and she hasn't, like, what I like about her is that she actually hasn't acknowledged anything which is good like you know live your best life make your own decisions if it's your True. man if you want to get baby, guess the father if your baby's back like do that you know especially like i suppose you know like we can judge all we want but like when you have kids with someone it's like a whole different ball that you know you play with the exes but i'm just curious as to are they to like are they all like now is it now a polygamous thing because i wonder I don't like it is like it's a bit strange and someone highlighted the fact that you know like the tattoo um, <laughs> the tattoo picture Uguti has got like the R uh-huh. the R, and then she's got the L and the heart and then people are like the R but it can stand for Rosette or Retabile <laughs> oh of actually oh my god okay that is like, so embarrassing Oh no! will embarrass you guys. See why I wasn't feeling sorry for the Dubai situation. Because I'm just like, guys, if men had the opportunity, they're gonna grab with both hands and they're gonna embarrass you. So you know what? They need to get what they give. They need to be able to get what they give. To be honest. But you know, know, like I was just like, good for her. If a girl's happy, then we're happy. (laughs) What's that saying that people say? It's like. If, if it's good for you, then I'm happy. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, look, if it's good for you, girl, do I'm just, you know what? As long as she's happy, I'm just at a place where I'm just like, guys, as long as you're happy, hey? Because life is short, mm-hmm. baby. Life is life short. Life is short. You know? But so, yeah, man. Me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But in, I'm just like, good on you, girl. Do you, boo. Um, and if it works for you, it works. But, yeah, no. I nah, and I would yeah, not exactly. want to be a part of that clownery. But also, I don't know, yeah. right? I, I could, it could right, be. Exactly. I don't know it what things be. are like if you're on the other side. So yeah, go so get like your man, girl. Finding, yeah, and I also suppose if I'm getting on a jet boo boo, I might change a lot of things. I mean, hello. I might a lot of my mind you, might change a lot. I mean, this is not an Uber. This is not a Polo, honey. This is a jet, a private jet. Okay. So look, I'd probably also want to cry and, you know, go, go have him go in a private jet as well. So exactly. you girl, do, and she's pretty. So do you, but yeah, where does Andy Lynn fit in? Because I just scouted and found um, an Instagram page that also involves, of the kids that involves Andy Lynn So where does he fit into this whole picture? So Andy Lynn is uh, the father of her first child. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I get it, I get it. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, you know what I like about those two? They actually have such a really cool co-parenting relationship. It's almost like how, um, who are the co-parents that have, like, good relationships? Like, uh, 
I suppose it would be like Will Smith and the ex-wife. Like they're actually like buddies. Oh, okay, I get it. Which is so good. Like I feel like that a lot of people should do that. I feel like it would make your children 10 times better. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Okay. And you know, like I heard someone on Twitter saying like um, she used to date, like after her divorce, she dated an Oppenheimer. I was like... Rosette, like, I was like, Rosette, like, basically attracts money. It's like, you know, she's just magnet to many, many, many. Live your best life. Oh, honey. I also say live your best life. Live your best life. I agree. All the diamonds. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Wow. Like, you know what I like about everything here? Every girl and the couple, the, the couples that we're talking about, they're living their best life. J-Lo is collecting rocks, collecting those engagement rings. She's got five now. And if Ben proposes again, she's going to have a sixth one. And I'm like, I mean, you know what? Girl. Get your stars. Get, get your, your rocks, girl. I agree. Get your rocks, girl. I Guys, exactly. I won't even judge. Like, do you, boo. If that makes you do happy, you. do you. Life is short, boo. Exactly. Yeah. And Rihanna is out here being a billionaire, living her best life having savage fancy and being savage i'm like girl like do it live your best life if you want to date a man and not release music and just like do your thing listen we don't we don't deserve you Rihanna. <laughs> just do we your don't thing. honey we don't honey and Kanye Bell's out here making her music and making you know turning lemons breaking into hearts yeah and Rosette is like living her best life so you know what the moral of the story for tea time today is that live your best life. Or live as your best. The philosopher. Yeah, <laughs> or as the philosopher. yeah. Um, she or whatever that one. Just do that. Oh no. Oh yes. Sometimes oh gosh. Sheesh. Um there was clearly a lot of tea, and it's unfortunate that we didn't have enough time to go through everything that we want to talk about because there's been so much that has just happened um around us in the last um year or in the last few months and the last few weeks um it never ends but thank you to life for that tea it was good um but yeah man i think yeah. that was a that was a first installment of season three of the office podcast um and i mean yeah man i loved it Sly, thank you so much i think we've got a lot more coming um you know a lot more in store we've got some yeah. cool topics lined up for you guys we've got some awesome guests um lined up for you guys as well and some cool surprises that we're going to be you know dropping um throughout the season um and yeah so you'd have to actually listen to every episode to figure out um exactly what we're what's coming up right oh yeah definitely you need to listen and figure out like what's what's going to come up a lot of cool surprises are in store and remember to tweet us or dm us your questions your discussion topics that you want us to touch on or if you've got someone that you really want us to chat to, let us know. And our handle is at the at Office Podcast Essay on Instagram and Twitter and also on Facebook. So make sure that you are tweeting us, DMing us, or tagging us in cool content. Let us know what you think, what you want to see, what you want to hmm. hear. And remember to listen to our podcast on um Spotify and also a podcast and other podcast um, 
uh, platforms out there and make sure that you rate us and comment, please, and re- send a review. Yes, please. Know what you think. Yes, please. So I think it's been awesome. Thank you so much, Lai. It's been awesome catching up. Lelo, we miss you. Um, yeah, guys, uh, please do follow us. We're going to put out a poll um, on there as well. Let us know what you think. And we actually want to share some of your thoughts and your views on the show um, on the next episode. So send us your comments and your messages, and we're actually going to read them out. Yeah.